When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. This is a failure of this investigation to not perform a drug test on these people. Uh, This list of approximately 500 potential suspects. Oh, man, I really thought we were going to get a cocaine caper. Nah, we had you arrested. That's why you weren't here yesterday. Yeah, said well, it was you. I had a, a, a better chance of me being the cocaine culprit than winning Powerball, I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. But uh, no, they, they don't have enough evidence, Bill. There's not enough footage. Oh, uh, there's gee. no fingerprints. There's nothing. So they, they don't know who it is. Oh, man. I really thought they'd, you know, have a big name and there'd be a big news. Please. This would, they were never going to announce there was any name. We said this a week ago. What? And you knew nothing was going to come from it a week ago when they said, oh, Investigation may take a while. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, how do we cover this up? Right. And they were hoping something bigger would come along and, you know, grab the headlines and you could quietly come out and say, oh, it was nobody. We don't know who it is. We yeah. don't have enough evidence moving on. Forget about it. And lo and behold, the actors go on strike. I went, oh, perfect timing. Maybe that's what they were waiting for. Distraction timing, right. You know, so let's wait till there's a big distraction and then we'll announce it. Why? Right. And if you believe they don't know who it is, then you're delusional. I'm sorry. Of course they do. Of course. And the story is the, the fact that they're hiding another thing again. They hide everything. And then yesterday, did you, did you, who was it? Was it somebody on MSNBC, Joe Fell, getting on Air Force One again? Going up the stage. It, it was, did. It was a little bit of a stumble going up. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't like the last time where he fell like three times in a row. This was kind of like a little stumble. Yeah. And then they come out and they say, if you're one of the president's handlers, you have to understand he's old. Therefore, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, who said that? I, 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 I was like, I don't know. I, it was some chicken. I'm like, it has to be somebody from MSNBC. Who is this saying? It was. This? I can't remember who it was. Oh, You're exactly, it was one of their anchors. Yeah, they, yeah they're blaming the White House staff for right. Joe's uh, foibles. Demise, yeah. And I'm like, does the no one ever walks up the stairs to the Air Force One with the president <laughs> or comes down? I think they come down by unless it's his wife. I never see anybody, especially going back up. They're always by themselves. And now because this has happened, and it started, I think, really with Trump. Well, probably back in the Gerald Ford days because he used to fall down all the time. Right. But he was, you know, still had his, his faculties. It's such a focused thing now how they handle the steps on Air Force One. Remember they used to remember because Trump dared in a windstorm put his hand on the railing. Oh yeah, God oh! forbid! Always oh, he's in, remember, he's unstable. Remember he's, what happened the next day? Twenty fifth Amendment. Yeah, Get rid of him. He's, he's not capable. He's mentally unstable. I'm like, and then you look at Joe Biden fall cons- constantly yeah. and do the Joe. You know what? I think we should start a dance, the Joe Biden shuffle. We just kind of shuffle and move our little arms. You know, do, 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 do. nobody wants to see that on TikTok. And it's like, oh my goodness. If if you don't believe this man is declining in mental capacity, then there's something wrong with you, which yeah. is sad. No, it is. You're right. Well, this is better news. You heard about this it's already. It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game. This is Powerball. Eight hundred seventy-five million bucks. I don't care if you're sick of the story. That's no joke. No, I think it's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be like nine twenty-five by tomorrow night. 
I really do. I mean, they've had three. You got three days to buy tickets. Yeah, it was eight seventy five when they originally said, "Oh, that's the new jackpot." So maybe it does go up to nine hundred something. If it rolls over again, it'll definitely be a billion. Yeah, I think so. So and then, but don't forget tonight's Mega Millions. It's five hundred sixty million dollars, and no one's talking about it. Got a dream. Powerball. Got a dream. Got a dream. Big, big. That you're going to win both. Yeah. Can you imagine? Exactly. <laughs> this is a perfect Friday story. This is this has got from the original source content. I think it's close to 15 million views now. I was just looking at it again and it's still la- and still laughing. <laughs> so it happened. I think it was several weeks ago, but now the story is out there. It's in San Diego, and I think this is relevant to the story. They're like a little bungalow community. I think it's relevant to say this is like. This is beyond zero lot line. These neighbors live really, really close to each other. Yeah, they like share a fence line. And, and, it's and like they all little, have courtyards yeah. in front of the houses. Well, one guy with his wife who says nothing. She just looks pained. <laughs> He's accusing his neighbor of being a cat pervert. Why? Because a little cat named Mercury prefers to stay with them in their courtyard. <laughs> now, the guy, will I don't know, we'll call him the hero of our story. He's the guy that's filming whose voice you hear trying to explain it. He tries to explain it at first, and he says, look... We're not feeding the cat. We're not doing anything. She's just, it's a cat. She decided to hang out with us. That The gate's open. I'm not, I'm not harboring your cat. Nothing like this, right? right. The lunatic neighbor, has n- he won't have any of it. He's a little bit, he's a crazy cat. Person. Here's how it all went down. You're upset because we made friends with your cat, sir? You're keeping it in your no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not even in my yard right now. How, what am I doing? The, the, the gate's open. Unreasonable people, you're holding our cat. How? I'm not even in there. I want you to explain how. So the guy, the younger voice there, you can tell, the the more prominent voice because it's his uh, cell phone. He's trying to reason with this guy. And the guy's having none of it. No. And and you think crazy cat ladies are crazy? This guy's like super crazy. Yeah, he uh, He gets it escalates. He goes in the house several (laughs) times and comes back for more to argue more with him. Yeah, he just wouldn't let it go. And each time he goes back in, he says, "All right, we'll just we'll just have the police settle it." And the guy with the phone's going, "Yeah, please call the police, please." Third party, go in your yard and say, "Mercury, go home. Don't come in our yard anymore." She will not listen. She's a cat. She doesn't speak English. (laughs) (laughs) So while while this is going on, the crazy cat guy is making a shooing motion. Like that's gonna. Do you have a cat? Like that's gonna make the cat listen to you at all? No, no. Oh really? This doesn't mean go home. No. Huh? Hand huh? signals don't mean anything. It's a cat, dude. <laughs> really? Okay. Cat pervert. I have cat done. Pervert. I've done nothing cat to bring the. Oh my god. He's lost it. He's lost it. He's, if you missed it, he's calling him a cat pervert. How, how is he a cat pervert? So there's there's a, the wrap-up oh of the story God. is the guy apparently does wind up calling. This is the San Diego Tribune that has the uh, wrap-up story because they were fascinated by this. The guy does call the cops to try to settle it, and they, I guess they hung up on him. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that's hysterical. I just did a whole... Uh, it was perfect for me for like people skills and communication skills and how to deal with insane people. Crazy so people. So I just did a podcast on this and how to deal with insane neighbors. Because oh, really? you will run into somebody like this if you live long enough in your life. It's going to happen. And it's really important when you live close contact with somebody like this. They got to deal with them somehow. Or even five acres apart from one another. <laughs> you got to push back a little bit. We did. <laughs> but, that's, but it's true. See, I would have taken the cat and taken it for like a vet checkup. 
and posted the just just a simple checkup and posted the bill on the crazy guy's door. There you go. So there like, you go. Hey, just you got to turn it around on him and you got to say, "Hey, take care of your cat." Yeah, here's your two hundred and eighty dollar bill for the checkup and the worms it had. Unbelievable. I what makes me wonder is how how petrified does that wife look? I'm thinking she's she, going to deal with this guy each and every. She she like cowers there. I'm like, oh. Deaner put the whole original video on the blog. You do focus in on the wife of yeah. of the crazy cat guy because. She's just so beaten down. Yeah, she says nothing. She's just kind of there, stunned. Yeah, she's a she's a doormat, is what she is. Poor thing. I'm watching her going. This is not good. If you say Mercury, she'll go home. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah, Whatever sure she will. Say. She's a cat. Cats always listen to you like that. Sure. All right, we got more headlines coming up next. We've got uh, there's something else going on with entertainment that's amazing to me. Did you see this online debate? So Barbie's coming out next week, right? Some idiot. Oh, started a comment saying that Margot Robbie, who's Barbie, is really not that hot. What? Who who in their right mind would say that? Probably some guy who wants a million clicks. I guess so. <laughs> that and the writer's strike and uh, Powerball and everything else affecting you. Next, the East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. demand letters in 10 weeks telling the independent assessor, hey, put your finger on the scale. This is the results we want. That's, that's, that's not... It had nothing to do with the fact that every Democrat in this town seemed to be telling you to go after Twitter. Well, at the White House, while they were not finding a cocaine culprit on Capitol Hill, Jim Jordan and others were grilling members of the uh, FTC to uh, find out what the heck was going on and just revealed to many people, including Elon Musk, that they were going after Twitter. And conservative members. Did they want it? Jim Jordan was like... Explain to me why you only want the names and the information about people who are conservative. Answer that question. And she wouldn't answer it. She kept on saying, well, under the FTC guidelines, we, and he, she wouldn't answer the question. I was like, why? And he was getting hot and bothered about it. I was like, he was like, so you're not going to answer the question. It was really quite something to watch. This uh, representative, uh, Ms. Khan, was there answering these questions. And she said, well, you know, it's... Uh, you know, Twitter's known for having very lackadaisical security standards, and they have uh, information for many Americans. And he said, I have the paperwork here that shows that you went specifically after them to try to put the kibosh on this deal. Right. Elon Musk got a hold of this. He heard it for the first time. No. And he goes, wow, very concerning. Holy he cow. didn't even know the entire time. <coughs> that's, that's kind of horrifying, isn't it? And he bought the company, and yeah. he didn't know. Yeah, yeah they, if you don't think they go after people who who are conservative, you're so wrong. Go to Threads. If you're not conservative, go to Threads. That's where they're all going. And I, I don't know how many people I know are staying there, but a lot of people checked it out and they're leaving or they're trying to leave. But that's crazy. So does because of that information that Jim Jordan revealed yesterday, does Elon Musk now have any, have any retaliatory position? I don't think so. They're just revealing it now. So here was the connection here. So Ernst and Young, Ernst and Young was the firm that was hired to uh, basically look at everything throughout the deal. Mm-hmm. What they uncovered yesterday that the FTC wanted Ernst and Young to punish Twitter during this process, and Ernst and Young was afraid that they'd face backlash from the government if they didn't. Wow. I mean, that's just that's beyond like corruption. That's like really scary. That's, that's way beyond censorship. I was going to say, that's communism at its best, is what that is. Jeez. People are crazy. Yeah. Jim, I like it when Jim Jordan gets heated. He's fun to watch. Yeah. You know, and when he goes on the attack mode, I was like, okay, you go get him. <laughs>
Big day for Elon, by the way. He's in the news a lot today. His uh, new AI company, Artificial Intelligence, after months of teasing it, is going to be happening pretty soon. XAI. He said he's going to. Yesterday he made the announcement that today when he launches it, he'll tell everybody what it's about. He said he wants to understand the true nature of the universe. I, I, I don't know what that means. But uh, he, a couple of weeks ago he was saying that AI would be the, the cause of the destruction of the world. So hopefully he's going to create a system that, uh, you know, I don't know, holds back AI. Make sure it doesn't take over the world. He's I, definitely been one of the leading critics saying, listen, you get to rein this thing in or, uh, you know, I think we're all in trouble. XAI may be the counter, you know, the antidote to that. Maybe this is the thing that's going to keep an eye on all the other AI programs. It could very well be explaining the X instead of life's bait, but he calls everything X. Isn't his kid named X? Yes. Isn't that what he called his son? X. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah, he's little X. Little X. <laughs> and Elon's big X. Yeah. It's craziness. I don't know. A lot of automation uh, happening, you know, including this. Did you hear about the Chipotle guac bot? Yeah, did you see how quickly it makes the guac, though? It's pretty good. I was like, okay. It's they call it the guac bot. I was dying. It's testing the robot to speed up its guacamole production. It's an autocado. It cuts, <laughs> it cores, it peels. It's like that old commercial. It slices, <laughs> it dices. dices. <laughs> it slices, it dices, and Mary Ann's. Uh, the decision comes as the industry faces a labor shortage. Oh, oh really? So here you go. More more automation. Hmm. Yep. And then it, it makes all the guac. It slices, it dices, it peels, and then it smashes everything else in with it. So it makes all the guac. I think it's a – I love the, the name of it, the autocado. <laughs> Employee, though, they promise is going to still mash the avocado. The other guac no. ingredients with salt and lime juice and jalapenos, but they say that the uh, – Autocado is going to do everything else for you. Yeah, but can you see the autocado smashing stuff going flying all over the place? It turns on the manager. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what it does. If they're out of guac, uh, you're out of luck. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Chipotle, Chipotle as we call it, and they have no guac. How do you have no guac? I don't know. Well, maybe it's because they, they have an employee shortage. Now they got autocado, and he's going to take care of things. You're going to get all those avocados ready. I think it's hysterical, autocado. Autocado. I'm sure runs on AI, so he's going to turn on you at some point. He's going to run after you with start, his peeler. He's going to start collecting avocado <laughs> seeds like bullets and throw them at you. Oh, God, can you imagine? <laughs> All right, so tell me about this Yahoo who's trashing Margot Kidder. Who is this idiot? So this is really the, the height of the movie season. Despite the writer's strike, all of this stuff was done. We've got Mission Impossible that's already out, getting great reviews. We've got Oppenheimer next week with Barbie. Same day, yeah. This is one of the trending things, just to go, just to show you how ridiculous social media is. Sometimes somebody started a thing on Twitter, that's that's gone into all the other platforms, and somebody said, "Yeah, really, Margot Robbie, who's Barbie? She's kind of mid, mid, meaning, you know, nah, yeah, she's, she's okay. all right. She's average. She should. She's not good enough to be Barbie. Now this is. Oh the, my God. This has been done probably just for clickbait because it's gone incredibly viral because people are just arguing with this idiot <laughs> and there but there are a lot of people actually agreeing with it too come on no honest to god oh, she's she's probably one of the prettiest women there is i, I, don't, I don't know Look how anybody could make that statement i that's i it's, it makes no sense to me you know i'm starting to wow. think with here's my conspiracy theory mind i bet you that the studio that produced barbie actually started this thing to get more interest again coming Could in. And it very, gets her, well, because people keep posting her picture on it, and of course, it's going to be Barbie stuff. Because with the, and you know what? You may be right, because with the actor strike, neither Margot Robbie or right. Ryan Reynolds or whoever else is in this film can promote it. 
They can't go out and do – and I'm sure I would bet that this weekend and Monday and Tuesday, Marco Robbie and Ryan Reynolds were everywhere Ryan on Gosling. every talk show. Ryan Gosling. Sorry, wrong sorry. one. And, one um, of those Ryans. Yeah. They're both good looking. They're both good okay. looking and great bodies and <laughs> yeah. jerks because I, all the women love them. I, I, no, they're I, mid. I, yeah, right, they're mid. They're mid. I mean, it's just like calling Ryan Gosling mid. <laughs> I know. Oh, please. Sorry to just pop in here. Oh, did you see that body <laughs> on him? Oh, my God. You know God. this is a studio plot when if they start that next week with a social trend, yeah, yeah, Ryan, he's just mid. You know it's from the studio then. Yeah. Started talking about Margot Robbie being mid and I, I had to jump in. I defy any man or woman, if that's your thing, to go ahead and watch <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street and tell me that Margot Robbie is me. Anything she's done. Oh, that's right. Break. She was in that Suicide Squad. Remember, it was the crazy one there. Oh, I remember. She was Harley <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> you may want to criticize her acting ability, yay or nay, and I think she's great, but I don't care who you are. If you're a living human being, you cannot, you cannot disagree yeah, that she is very hot. Yeah, she's very hot. And she looks great as Barbie. And you cannot disagree that Ryan Gosling, Gosling looks great as Ken. That. When did he get that body? Uh, what was it? probably around? Uh, oh my God! La La Land era. La La he's Land, got right? like he's got a twelve pack. Never mind a yeah. six pack. Wasn't there a movie with him and um, oh I always forget Emma Stone where yeah. he takes his shirt off and she's like oh my gosh you look like a Ken doll and it's oh. I always thought that was funny because now he's actually is that La La Ken. Land? I think it was La La Land. Some, Some writer was watching that said I got an idea. Yeah, we're gonna make <laughs> you Ken. That's right. All right, we've got uh, Rapid Fire. First time this morning. Coming up next, we'll let you know what's going on. Keep it here, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 FTL. Before you head out into the wild, into the weekend, let's arm you with some information. Jen's got the first story. This is a story that is probably going to get a lot of attention later on, if it lasts till Monday. It's been a week so far. Remember Joyce Mitchell? She was the one who helped Richard Matt and David Sweat escape from the oh, New yeah, York prison. Yeah. The lover triangle. Yeah, then we had Vicky White with Casey White, the jail in the jail worker, escaped with the inmate. I remember that one. She was she was found dead, right? Well, they say she shot herself, yeah. Mm. Uh, they caught them about a week later. However, there's still no sign of escaped Pennsylvania inmate Michael Burnham. Really? He's been missing for a week. It's been going on way longer than I thought it would. Okay, he's a murder suspect, but he is a known survivalist. Uh-oh. Now, get a load of this. This is how this guy, another inmate who was at the same Warren County prison in Pennsylvania, said there is no way this guy get out without help. How did he do it? The recreation yard is on the roof. So he climbed down? He climbed down using like 20 different sheets and blankets. Oh, jeez. So the other inmates are saying there's no way this guy hid all those blankets and sheets without somebody catching him. So they're assuming somebody helped him on the inside to get out. If yeah. this guy and made it to the woods, forget it. Yeah, well, that's where he is, they said. Uh, they say one of the one of the commissioners that, I don't know if he's on the prison commission, saw the video. They got video. He, he cuts through this, the, the wire the fence on top of the roof throws this thing over and he said he looked like a spider the way he went down the, <laughs> the, the line it was like he was gone took him 10 seconds don't you always wonder about the security at some of these facilities though yeah. how did he hide that many blankets well and that's what this other inmate saying there's no way he did it and that's why he probably had inside help wow. he said there was no way and then he cut a hole in the chain link fence but they said from the roof to the ground Gone 10 seconds. Oh, jeez. This guy is like Superman. <laughs> or in this case, Spider-Man, because that one guy said he looked just like a spider. Wow. I don't know what he did to get in there, but I'm kind of rooting for him now. Uh, I, hate, I hate to say it. No, you're not. Attempted murder. We don't want him. So oh. He's yeah, not a nice... but it wasn't full-on murder. <laughs> 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 just kidding. 
<laughs> Can you imagine? They can't find him. They don't know where he is. Story, and if he's a survivalist, they'll never. You're right. They're never going to find That's him. He could live in the woods for a long time. If he made it to like deep woods, uh, it's going to be rough because I don't know how much time they're going to spend on this guy. They got drone, and they said there was a drone flying over the prison just before the escape, and they don't know if it was a, a prison official flying it. Or an accomplice. Oh, wow. So they think maybe this was a well-planned escape, and they this usually, guy's long gone. They usually wrap these up in like two, three days max. Yeah. yeah. Red didn't find him. Dogs are out yeah. looking for him. They can't Old find red. him. Old Red. All right, I'm going sports with this one. Adiner, this is just for you. You probably saw it already, but this is quite incredible. I love it. Lionel Messi. I love it. His big debut in Miami is what? Uh, they're going to introduce him this weekend. He doesn't start playing yet. That's right. Yeah, next week is the first game. Well, what's the first thing you do when you land at the house? You got to stock up on groceries, right, yeah. with the fam? Okay, yeah. <laughs> he stopped by a Miami Publix yesterday, just oh, st- no. strolling so around like some ordinary sh- slub like us. Uh, so he good. did it. He did, did he? he? Yeah, he's walking over the cart buying cereal for his kids. Yeah, by himself. Yeah, you're right about the cereal. I have focused in, I have zoomed in on what Messi, one of the world's premier athletes, eats. I did too. Frosted Frakes? No, Frosted I swear Frakes. to God I see Lucky Charms That's in correct. There. Are and you actually, kidding me? Lucky Charms is trending this morning on Twitter because of that reason. <laughs> <laughs> Messi buys Lucky Charms. Boxes. But he's, but he's just strolling around. You know, he's got, uh, he, I know this is more of like a visual. One of the fans who took a selfie tried to kiss him. That happened. Yeah, oh, well, God. He stopped for everybody, you know, as, awesome. as he's walking around. He had the whole family there. He's got a couple of different kids. Looks like the the missus is pregnant again. Oh, wow. And he, and he just checks out. Now, That's amazing. Of course, of course, the climate nuts have chimed in. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Messi is destroying the uh, climate with his plastic bags at Publix. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up, people. <laughs> Someone tell these people to get a life. Uh, I know. I don't. And the other thing that's in his cart, and boy, I feel like just like a stalker creeper here, is like something, does it look like Sizzler? I don't know what that orange box is. Oh, interesting. We're trying to figure out what the world's top soccer player eats. Yes, that's well, right. Well, if it's Lucky Charms, they better call him really quick. I don't know who makes it, Poster Kellogg's. They better get in touch with them and say, you need to be our next spokesperson. That's New for the, ambassador. That's for the kid. Yeah. I love that, though. It's just so, I don't know why, but it's just so cool to me that this guy, one of the most famous athletes in the world, and he's just shopping at Publix in Miami with his family. Like, it's no big deal. Everybody loves Publix. Yeah. Okay, I'll be very honest with you. He could have been shopping next to me, and I wouldn't have known who he was. Well, I was going to say, because he's just he's black T-shirt. He's got some flip-flops. Uh, I think they're board shorts. Uh, this Now, understand. He this, looks like a regular dude. This is Miami. Yeah. If he rolled through my Publix in West Boynton, nobody would recognize him. This is not Miami. Right, right. That's an international That's city. That's so true. Yeah. He's just, he looks like a dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, I wouldn't know if he was in my Publix. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, I know, I know the name, I just don't know. Yeah. See, now I know what Cristiano Ronaldo looks oh, like. I know you do. <laughs> 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 now, if it's him, there would have been a riot at that Publix. It Jane, is. Jane would have been like, let me squeeze your grapes over in produce. <laughs> See if they're fresh. <laughs> it is funny, though. I couldn't help but to remember when Messi said he wanted to come to Miami to get away from all the uh, attention. And now, I guess... He probably never went shopping with his family before when he was in Barcelona. I mean, this I mean, is like, you know, tons of people stopped him once the word got out. Right. But that's nothing to him. He's like, oh, I can deal with this. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Crazy. That's he got pretty a sub. cool, though. I think he did. I feel like part of the deal to come to Inter Miami was was public subs. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think so. Chicken tender sub. I was trying. His <laughs> older son, he was wearing a, a green striped shirt. What uniform is that? Do we know? Green stripes. No, Here's the, the Adidas one. Oh, okay. I don't I, know. I, I, I don't recognize that fully. Some some European I don't league know. team, 
but no, I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> and, and Publix, he's only Publix five, is trending he's on Twitter. Only, he's only a 5'7". He's a short yeah. little guy. Yeah, short guy. Is that right? Yeah, I'm reading here. Well, he looks taller in IO5, Jen. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just love that Publix is trending like worldwide on Twitter now. You know how I've Publix? told you guys a few yeah. times about that high noon? Yeah. One of the pictures, the original tweeters, the first guy that found him is in front of a high noon end cap. It's the greatest advertising, free advertising on the planet sure for these is. people. They basically wow. just got Messi as like their ad guy. It's in front of all you see. The whole background oh. is a, a bunch of boxes of High Noon. It's pretty interesting. You can't That's buy that kind of stuff. Wow. That's really good. Well, I got. I, I hate to bring down the room, but I have a question. Yeah? You why? didn't like me. Stop. I know. <laughs> why, why are... But why is Biden sending 3,000 reserves troops to uh, Europe? Scariest. Aren't you piece, concerned? Scariest little? piece of news that I've seen in a long time yesterday. There's not a lot of details on this. No. Am I wrong? Reservists, too. Reservists, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not are good. they going to Poland for security reasons? I don't know. We already got like 60,000 troops in Poland, don't we? We do. Yeah, there's a lot of them there. Well, that's happening. So in case you have not seen that report, Biden came out yesterday kind of quietly. Oh, yeah. With the well, news that uh, we're sending 3,000 reservists over to Europe. They didn't say where in Europe. They just said Europe. Don't, mm. don't, don't like, like this one bit. Nope. This not one good. bit. They said it's uh, supposed to act as a deterrent to Russia. But why? So yeah, now we're giving them cluster bombs, and now we're putting our troops over there as a deterrent the, to Russia. That's the next step. I mean, they already got our military personnel planning their attacks, telling them strategically what to do. I'm like, okay. I just hope everybody who said Trump's going to get us into World War Three. Yeah. I hope, this, you, I hope you remember that. While yeah. this decrepit kook is inching us closer and closer yeah. and, and saber rattling with with uh, Mama Russia. No thanks. Well, okay. I'm going to lighten up the room and Good. thank you for the Lionel, Lionel, Lionel Messi Close enough. lead in. Yeah. Yesterday we had the story about North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. And everybody went, who the hell's that? There's a big presidential debate for the Republicans next week. And in order to qualify, you need to have 40,000 single donors. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In order to qualify. So Doug Burgum said if you make a dollar contribution to his campaign, he'll give you a $20 (laughs) gift card. A dollar a holler. A dollar a holler. Well, Miami's mayor is not going to let that one go by. Francis Suarez is holding a raffle for two tickets to Messi's debut for Inter-Miami next Friday. Oh, wow. All you have to do is go to his campaign site. You don't even have to make a donation. You can enter the raffle, but he would like you to donate a dollar so he can get his 40,000 single donors. So if you want tickets to next Friday's game, the drawing is going to be held next Thursday. Just go to uh, Francis Suarez's campaign page for presidency. He's like, what do we got going on around here? What's hot? Oh, Oh, yeah. Messi's coming. Yeah. yeah. Let's let me let's get a hold of a couple of those tickets for my campaign. And he's the mayor, so I'm sure he just called up, uh, you know, what's his name? Beckham. Beckham and said, yeah. give me the you know, two best seats you got. Well, wouldn't that be a campaign violation? <laughs> I thought so. I don't know. Wow. Messi bought him. Cut off at the knees before he even got going. So it's, is... it's just interesting, though, that both yeah. of these guys are having, like, raffles to yeah. get yeah. the votes. Well, <laughs> throughout a lot of the South, it's Krispy Kreme territory. We're mostly Duncan here and in the Northeast. Yes. But uh, Krispy Kreme has a big birthday. It does? It's 86th year. Wow. How about that? Is it's, it really uh, that old? It's the birthday today. 86 wow. cents will be the donuts today if you can find them at a Krispy Kreme somewhere oh, to wow. observe it. 86 years they've been They're a Georgia company, I know. That's where they oh, started. You know what? Years ago, they, and I don't know how long it's been since they closed, but they were right on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. 
just uh, the other side of I-95, and it was a factory, so they made them there, and you could see them made. <laughs> yeah. it was, I used to go in just to smell. They're too sugary for me, Krispy Kreme, but it makes my teeth hurt just to watch, but I used to love to watch that process of them being made. I remember looking at that one. that I had a remote there at that factory one up on Beach Lakes, and I'm going... What the square footage of this is, and they were selling donuts for like 19 cents each. I said, "They're gonna close in a year. They're closed in a year. <laughs> they were oh. closed in a year. <laughs> it didn't yeah. work. There it is. If you can find a Krispy Kreme, though, they got a they got a deal for you. That's, That's pretty awesome. cool. It's, uh, it's actually been a lot of food deals though lately. 7-Eleven hey, no. Day with at. 7-Eleven with yeah, the Slurpees. Right. And then this yesterday, fries, the National, National Fry Day. That's why Bill was out yesterday. He was collecting all the fries everywhere, the free <laughs> fry deals. I'm trying them all. Now we got 86-cent donuts. <laughs> so I'll finish off with this just so in case you're hearing about it, just to alleviate any initial panic you might feel. Subtropical Storm Dawn. Oh, jeez. Yes. We have now gone to the D name. This is happening. <laughs> alert, alert. I got another D storm. name to tell you about, too. That's what they should call this one. Or the people telling you about it. It's yeah, subtropical, and it's out in like the northern Atlantic, spinning in the middle of nowhere, shipping lane concerns. So if you hear about a tropical storm, someone tries to panic you at the office today. Like, did you hear about the tropical storm? Oh, my it's God. okay. And someone will. Yes. You tell them to stop panicking because it literally means nothing to us, so just so you know. And then steal their stapler so it drives them crazy all day. I like that. And then go buy them all the time. Go <laughs> chase them around the office. That's my it. swing line. I <laughs> uh, got more on that writer's strike, which is now the actor's writer's strike coming up. Wow. Interesting choice to lead up that. Her voice, I think, is the reason why. I got to go look and see how long she's been president. Very recognizable. Yeah, Boy, you'll know. I, I wouldn't want to listen to her for eight hours. And I love her. Yeah, she's she's very nice, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's it's annoying. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's a Metrotainment updates with what's coming out of the box office for the weekend too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're not going to take this anymore. You people are crazy. Fran. We're just trying to do a little radio show here. Calm down. Oh, she wasn't yelling at us. That's Fran Drescher. You probably recognize the voice. Wow. And now I get it. Now I know why they put her in charge of the the actors and the strike. And Because uh, would you want to have her yelling at you for eight hours? No, you'd probably Nine give hours. up. Well, she's been, you know, I had to go do some digging. She's been the president of SAG, which is an elected position, by the way. You have to run for it. Really? Kind of like the presidency. What who else ran? Uh, I, I didn't see who her opponents were, but it was right after she, she helped Obama <laughs> get in the, the presidency, and then she was a big Hillary supporter. Yeah, I, so, she's more political than I thought she was. Very much so. She was an ambassador to, of some sorts. Because remember, she had that cancer scare. She did. That's and right. And she went around the globe talking about, you know, that everyone should, if you have cancer, you should be diagnosed by the time you're stage one, not stage four. And that was the whole campaign. Anyway. I wonder if she ran against somebody like Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> somebody really meek and mild. I get a feeling Ron Howard would have kicked the <laughs> pants off of her, but that's besides the point. Anyway, I win. She, she ended up winning. She's been there since 2021. And her whole business, her whole point of her speech yesterday was, we're sick and tired of it, which 
she said there is because you're replacing us with digital, you're replacing us with AI, right. and now you're streaming this stuff. You guys are making millions, that being the producers and motion picture industry itself. You're making millions and millions of dollars off of our work. Mm. We deserve a fair share of the, the paycheck. And so, I understand that. No, she does say, here's a point where I agree with her. She says, in other industries, it's happening too. It's not just us, we're just more high profile. She also said this What are we doing? Moving around furniture on the Titanic? It's crazy. <laughs> wow. She, I'm sorry. Okay. And I like Fran Drescher. I've always. <laughs> but doesn't she, wow. doesn't she just sound like an irate neighbor? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at you over the fence. Your leaf fell in my pool. <laughs> Come get it. Well, this is interesting, though, and I think they're in for a fight now. That's the the writers and the actors actors teaming up together against the the move the the uh, production houses, right? Right. Well, I think the studios are going to hang in there for a while. Do you hear what Bob Iger said yesterday? No. It's very disturbing to me. We've talked about disruptive forces in this business and all the challenges we're facing. It's not completely back. This is the worst time in the world to add to that disruption. He thinks the actors are way out of line. Wow. That See, tells me that, it, so if Disney is saying that, I bet you a lot of these other studios are saying, well, we can replace these folks with AI. Either that or he can do a lot of animation. A lot of animation and some unknown uh, voices. Yeah. Computer animated voices. But, you know, I can see their point. If it's their body of work and it's their show that was number one oh, I get you know, it. at the yeah. box office and all of a sudden you're sticking it on HBO Max and they're making another $100 million off of selling it at HBO Max, they should definitely get a, a split of the profits. Right. And I, I guess they, they currently do get profits from that, but they want a bigger share is what they want. And then they're more worried about being replaced by AI. Very much. That's uh, Look at how that's changed everything these days. But that, you know what? I mean, we thought computers mm-hmm. developed quickly. AI is like at, at warp speed. It's always been there. It's just how it's being implemented now yeah, by it's, everything. It's crazy. Including what is making your guac at Chipotle. Really? AI, gen- have it then? AI generated guac bots. <laughs> We've got that coming up next. We also have some more headlines. Oh, you're not going to believe this, but they, they're not going to find the cocaine culprit at what? the White House. Really? I uh, know. It's crazy. <laughs> that and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. How they plead poverty, that they're losing money left and right when giving hundreds of millions of dollars to their CEOs. Boy, I'm fascinated by this Fran Drescher thing. I wouldn't (laughs) want to listen to her for like, you know, in a boardroom or anything, but but she's the one in charge. Of the uh, Screen Actors Guild now. She's their president. They're on strike. They have joined with the uh, with the writers. That's what's happening. So it probably means you're... I don't know what they're going to start producing. Game shows again? That's what happened it's, the last time. Yeah, it was game shows and reality, reality shows. Reality shows. Yeah, families just started putting cameras on themselves and saying, hey, watch me on YouTube. Because I think it's going to last a while. I think this is going to happen. The, the studios are already starting to dig in. Bob Iger was saying this. There's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic. That is, quite frankly, very disruptive. Okay, that's... Okay, that yeah. doesn't sound good. I, I well, think it's, they're going to be... I mean, if, if they're committed to this. We had that story before about the cast of Oppenheimer last night at their London premiere. They all walked out and, you know, in solidarity. So, okay, if they're doing that, expect that to happen a while. Yeah, they, they, they just had a report on the news that this is the first time they've been on strike since Reagan headed SAG. Oh. 
he was the SAG president. And wow. it's the first time in 60 years the actors and the writers have been on strike. Yeah, you don't usually see that, do uh, you? Uh, not together. So they, have, they said it would be felt almost immediately you will see changes uh. within the next couple of weeks if this, this, this strike continues. Mm-hmm. And apparently their big stickler is AI. And, and Fran Drescher says, I, you know, we, we need it in writing. We don't want to be replaced by artificial intelligence. And I get that, you know. It may be a tough time to go on strike to try to get sympathy. I mean, a lot of people are trying to, like, put food on the table. Yeah. And not every actor makes a lot of money or writer, but it's kind of – that's not the image. The perception is that they all do. Yeah, you that know, they in, all in, make multi-millions right. of dollars. Real Americans have that image that they're all loaded. So it's, it's going to be tough to get them sympathy. Yeah. Well, it'll get sympathy when Real Housewives is canceled or you can't <laughs> watch the Kardashians, and that's when the world will take notice. How dare you cancel my show? Wait a minute. Are you telling me that reality shows have writers? Well, that's not reality. It's a little dose of reality. Can someone explain to me how this uh, is legal? This is a breaking news story. I'm reading about it as we speak, as a matter of fact. President Biden's administration has decided to automatically cancel $39 billion in student debt for more than 800,000 borrowers. CNBC has the story. They broke the story, but everybody has it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't the Supreme Court just strike this down? Well, he just struck down the, we're going to get rid of all college loans and give 10000 to this one or 20000 to that one. Uh, this is the Department of Education saying they have revamped the system, and so they have the ability to just release this money to people who have been unfairly treated in the past with these high college loans. I'm like, okay. Everybody in this room paid off a college loan. They signed up for them. No, I mean, no, nobody forced them to go to college. I'm $39 sorry. $39 billion. He says that they've done just as we've done for public servants and students who were cheated by their colleges and borrowers with permanent disabilities, including veterans. See, this is how they're going to get away with it. They're going to try to say it's a veteran's handout. Yeah, but how can you just forget? Because it's not, again, the way it's written, loan forgiveness. Students, this sounds great. They're not going to be. You're paying this. I, I this agree. This is still in the end, even if it's a couple of steps down the road. American taxpayers are paying for this, which they already decided was unconstitutional. How does this happen? I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. But they're saying within the next couple of weeks, you'll get letters that say your loan's been forgiven. I wish I'd gotten on one of those letters when I was paying off my college loan. I, I don't get it. This guy loves to spend money. And it's, it's funny because the headline says Biden administration forgives $30 billion in student loans to poets. <laughs> it and, sounds like a Fox headline. To, yeah. And dreamers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> poets, dreamers, artists. And then throw in to, to sell it. And like and, you said, and veterans. And, and veterans. Yeah. So they make it sound like it's a good deal. Wow. I, I, I don't know how. I don't. Uh, I don't details. know when this begins. I don't, I don't know what, but it, this is just breaking now, so I don't know how you can get it. Are you getting the feeling, though, that they're trying to beat the clock before they are either ousted because of the, the bribery corruption investigation or because they're just voted out? They're trying to get in every extreme radical idea that they ever came up with. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, they're running out of time, and they know that. They are. You know, you're also running out of time, and, and I'm not trying to be mean that they can use Biden as a puppet because right. his, his mind is, is going more rapidly than they thought. Right. So they they got that clock to beat, and then they got to beat the clock for the election. 
All right, that's and Biden, by the way, did you see when you were out yesterday, he told the president of Turkey, Eridan, mm-hmm. I'll see you in five years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we were like, okay, he's already decided he's going to be president yeah. in five years at 85 years old. Did you see Erdogan's look on his face? It was like, he said, I don't uh, think you are. I think he started was, laughing. It's like, okay, sure, buddy, whatever you say. Big Powerball jackpot up for grabs. It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game this is Powerball. 875. It's probably closer to 900 already. I think by tomorrow night, it'll be like 950. Yeah. I think you're right. Easily. Yeah, or 920. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be more conservative. 925. And then, but don't forget, you still have, uh, you got Powerball tomorrow night, which everybody's paying attention to, but you still have Mega Millions. That's 560 for tonight. Yeah. That's not chump change. Come on. That's a lot of money. As we always say, 50 bucks could change my life right about now. Right on. It'd be nice. There you go. Either that or just have another prime day. Do you see how much money Amazon made? No, what'd they say? It was the biggest one-day sale, first day of prime day, in the history of the company. What, the second day everybody was out of money? I don't know, but 375 million items were sold, $2.5 billion spent. Wow. And they say most of it was just over 100 bucks, and most of it was women. Well, there's a reason why Jeff Bezos just bought another, what is it, a thousand foot yacht? I don't oh, know I don't what know. it is. It's absurd. Some it's ridiculous like, thing. It's It's got like the, it's, and it's a sailboat. It's got the three biggest masts on any ship in the world or something. I'm sure. like, yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure they got to use that a lot. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. That's to get the climate nuts off their, their tails. <laughs> yeah, let's That's put all that this is. Up. <laughs> we got some uh, weekend entertainment stuff. This weekend, it's all about Mission Impossible. We'll talk about that, how that's doing so far, and some uh, Tom Cruise information. More on this. Uh, all of a sudden, maybe illegal Biden loan forgiveness thing. We're trying to look that up right now, but that was just announced. Wow, and you didn't tell me about the guacamole robot. Well, I'm sorry. Joe Biden went insane. We'll talk about the guac robot next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You better damn well believe that if they wanted to go figure out where that cocaine came from, the Secret Service of the United States in the White House of the United States could figure it out. Chip Roy from Texas isn't fooled. Nobody else in the country is either. But we told you a week and a half ago, as soon as they said, we're going to take a week-long investigation. We're going to try to find who the cocaine culprit is at the White House. They weren't going to name anybody. No. They never had any intention of naming anybody. And that's why the damn thing kept on grabbing its little legs and picking up and moving. So uh, apparently it was found in an area that, at least what I read, it was found in an area where if you were going into the West Wing, like you when you go to the gym and you want to put your stuff in a locker, you go there and you put all your stuff in a locker before you go into the West Wing because you can't bring in certain things. Like a ride? Yeah. So that's, uh, that's how it got there. Yeah. So it has to be somebody who's close to somebody on the West Wing. You just don't walk into the presidential side of the building. The most high-tech, uh, updated security system in the world, but they don't know. No. Right. Right. Yeah, sure. Right. Sure. Mm, and it's, <laughs> I, it just amazes me what this administration gets away with on a daily basis. It's just amazing. It, it's it's. And this might be another one. Stunning. We, we had for you a last segment. It was we were kind of wrapping up here. Out of nowhere, on a Friday morning, the news just broke that the administration is going to forgive thirty-nine billion dollars in student debt. Yeah, to eight hundred four borrowers. And I'm trying, I'm trying to rack my stupid little pea brain around this. What this education secretary Miguel Cardona just announced. It is such a word salad. I think he took it from Kamala. I can't understand it. 
It's basically well, they do that on purpose. It's basically saying if you made payments in these these one this one type of program, this income driven repayment plan, and you made X amount of payments, then you were cheated by the people who gave you those payments oh, because okay. they didn't list all the payments you made. And I'm like, I, you know what? When when I was in college, I had payment books. And every month I'd rip off a little payment, you know, a little sheet, put my 148 bucks in the envelope with that little payment thing and say, here you go, I'm paying off my debt. So it's the loan forgiveness program they tried to push through unconstitutionally before, but this is an end around. This is old. This is a... A different play. Yeah, and it, well, it's in a much smaller increment, too, because the originally he wanted to get rid of $430 billion in debt. So now we're down to just $39 billion. But here's my question, and, and what I would ask this administration was, number one, why you're doing it and, and where you're getting this money from would be number one. But num- more importantly, if you're one of the people whose loans all of a sudden just disappears, you get a letter that says your loan's been paid off, and the money gets through before there is any, any pushback from anybody else. Do you eventually have to pay that back if they lose? If, like, the Supreme Court comes back or somebody in oh, I would think so. says, you know, because, you're going to give the money back? Yeah, because the lender wants their money. Sure. I don't get this. I don't know how this is legal. How, I mean, that, that's the I mean, there are legal experts looking at this right now going, huh? And, and it took everybody by surprise. Yeah. They, they just they pop out with this on a Friday morning. Yeah, and that edu- I don't know if you remember the education commissioner, that Miguel Cardona. Oh, yeah. He's, he's somewhat of a... You know, it's my way, the highway, and I know better than you, and I'm smarter than you. He's got that kind of attitude chip on his shoulder. Uh, he's the one making all the announcements. So I, I don't understand how this plan works, and, and they specifically make it a word salad so no one understands. Of course. Of course they do. Uh, I, I've read it six times, and it still makes no sense to me. I'm like, okay. They, when the Supreme Court had that decision, they shot it down a couple of weeks ago. They did. T- even Joe said it. They came out and they said, we'll find another way. Yeah, this Well, they so sure true. did, probably an illegal way. Well, it could be illegal because the Supreme Court said the Department of Education secretary has no ability to f- just forgive debt like that. You you can't do it. It's it's not in your realm. This has to, this is like an act of Congress. This kind of stuff, and they were like, "Stop it!" And now they here they are giving out again. It's going to be challenged, but if the money's already distributed or the debt has already been paid as it's being challenged, does that money eventually have to be paid back? Mm. That's what I would, and and you know what I would be saying: loans paid off. Come and try to get it from me. They probably say that now. Yeah, that's true. How many of these people paid anything? I know. Okay, I know people my age who went to college when I went to college. If you have a student loan, and I never knew this until recently, as long as you take one class a year, you don't have to pay that loan back. So they what kind can, of a deal is that? I don't know. And that's how they get around paying these loans so off. you just stay in school forever. You stay in school forever. All you got to do is take one class. So you <laughs> sign up for, you know, some, I don't know, knitting class at, uh, you know, adult education and continued education class at FAU or, you know, Palm Beach State, wherever you're going. And, and, you, <laughs> and I was like, that is such a crock. And they were like, no, that's how you don't have to pay it back. Man, this is the year those loans are due. Well, might as well work on that third master's. And that's the thing. Apparently, a lot of these loans you don't have to pay back until you're out of school. That's so amazing. if you stay in school, you don't have to pay them. Of course. And the college has supported that because they're still making money. Right. What a racket. I'm like, wow. I, I, boy, what an idiot I was. I paid mine back. Well, with your women's studies degree or <laughs> My poetry. just a general liberal arts degree yeah. or whatever you get. When you finally graduate, you can get a job at Chipotle, but there's less jobs now, even Why? though they say, no, this will not cut down to the workforce. Liars. 
The Autocado is here. I love the name of this thing. <laughs> it's a robot, just in the testing phase right now at Chipotle, to speed up its guacamole production. Here's what it does. It cuts, it cores, it peels the fruits. Fast wow. food chain's decision comes as they say the industry faces a labor shortage. That's true. They are. An employee will continue to mash the avocados with the other uh, guac ingredients, including salt, lime juice, and jalapenos. But get ready for the Autocado. What are they afraid the Autocado is going to like smash things to pieces and <laughs> it's going to make a mess in the kitchen? And they're trying to say that this robot isn't going to replace somebody. Of course it well, is. Well, it already replaced the person that was getting the avocados ready. Of course it ready. does. Of course. Like, That's what this is about. Hello. Have you been to a place yet? Like the, the two J's near me has that little robot. But it, all it does, it kind of supplements the, the wait staff. Yeah, it's not replacing you know, anybody. It just, it holds, they, it's like a, a tray holder. But the Autocado will replace people. You're not kidding. You know what the biggest replacement is that works great? Is that McDonald's kiosk. Oh, they put those in my McDonald's near me probably four years ago, five years ago. They had those ready to go in a back warehouse somewhere at McDonald's corporate. Wow. And as soon as they said they wanted 20 bucks minimum wage. Ba-boom. Boom. Look what we have they now. They showed up everywhere, and they still mess up the order. I don't get it. Uh, it's more efficient than it was, though. It's like, okay, I didn't order this. How come I have this drink? I, I got to find out. I'm going to do some research. Where can I see the Autocado in action? What, what be, stores? Let me tell you, if they did that, I, I bet they would get huge in-house traffic. Yeah, you want to see it. Oh, I would love to see that, yeah. Without and me too, without a doubt, I think most people would like to see it. So. Some pimply faced kid finally shows up at work. Oh, I'm sorry, Jimmy, you've been replaced by the Autocado. Hello, the Autocado. I just love the name of it. Get lost. <laughs> they all, that's amazing. Your robots all sound the same. Well, whatever. <laughs> we got uh, rapid fire coming up again next. We'll update you what's going on ahead of the weekend. WFTL. That's right. We're going to load you up with all kinds of information before you head into the weekend. Jen's going to kick it off as our leadoff hitter. Probably one of the most disturbing yet amazing stories that you could share with somebody today. And if my computer would work, I would tell you oh, about no. it. Oh, no. Would you say <laughs> disturbing and amazing? It's no, it com- starts off very disturbing. Oh, okay. disturbingly amazing. It is, yeah. it is very disturbing. Surgeon in Israel. Okay. okay. Have performed a miracle surgery, yeah. and they have reattached a boy's s- severed head <laughs> back to his body. I'm sorry. What? Not severed in the way you would think it would be severed. It uh, is called se- any bit of severed is pretty amazing. It, it is called an internal decapitation. Wow. The, the, you don't actually lose your head, but your head comes off of your spinal cord. What? Okay. And traditionally, you die. Or I would think so. You know, uh, other things or happen. Paralyzed okay? or something. It's called bilateral alanto occipital joint dislocation. Whatever yeah, the hell that it. means. Okay. They the kid was hit by a car. They rushed him to Hadassah Medical Center. They put him into surgery in the trauma unit. They said his head was almost completely detached from the base of his neck. What? The orthopedic specialist who led the operation said it took several hours, required new plates, fixations, all kinds of stuff with the damaged area. The survival rate, just the survival rate is 50-50. The ability to talk, walk, act like a normal human being after this is like zip. This kid, after four or five months in the hospital, walked out of the hospital two days ago. What? That's incredible. They said it's never been done before. 
those two words you used were were spot on. Yeah, you were about right. <laughs> yes. It's it's horrifying to begin with, but horrifyingly they, they amazing. Yeah. They just they never dreamed. He has no neurological deficit, no sensory problems, no motor dysfunction, nothing. It's like he never got hurt. First off, I never knew that was something that could happen. Yeah. And the fact that he's okay and that they were able to fix it is that amazing. That's incredible. That, it's really something. So oh, I, Israel makes some incredible uh, uh, medical advancements. Yeah, they do. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So that was my ama- horrible yet amazing story. All right, Whew. it's better than that stupid student loan that Biden's doing. Roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, that's just horrifying, not amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, entertainment-wise, this is the weekend for Mission Impossible. The film is set to ignite the summer box office. This is like the real peak of the summer box office. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Is expected to debut with a uh, franchise best five-day total of 250 million bucks. That's like pretty much guaranteed already. Wow, isn't that Re- great? Reviews are great so far, and so far because they actually released it a couple of days ago. Huge, huge ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. People I love may, it. I may actually go see this. I just want to see him jump off the cliff. That that motorcycle stunt, because which I think I'm not sure because I didn't see it. I think it opens the movie. It's amazing. They said just to, it was the it's the to date the most difficult stunt and the most dangerous stunt ever performed. Yeah, I, he had to learn first. He had to learn how to jump in a parachute, but then he had to learn from the parachute to those what they I call them flying squirrel suits. Right. I don't know what the hell it is, yep. but that's what he had to learn. And then he had to hit the he, they had to build the ramp. They had to make sure he hit it at the right angle at the right speed. I'm like, you're crazy. You're 61, Tom. Slow down. That's amazing. It really <laughs> is. Like, I'm with you. I do want to see that. So, okay. When do you go? I took the bullet on Indiana Jones. I wanted to see that, too. Don't bother. I told you. Wait. Oh, no. Which told... means it's great. Go see it, It's Tanner. probably great. I'm probably <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's why it did so well in the box office, guys. Yeah, Sound of Freedom is doing really good, though. Yeah, it's up to like $70 million. Yeah, yeah they confirmed that. They confirmed oh, that number. And, and and next week at, at Bedminster, uh, Trump's going to have a viewing. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Got a viewing this weekend. It's that turning point oh, that's right action here. committee thing. And the guy just lost his name because they know we're doing Tim the Buck. story. But he is going to be there, make an appearance, and they're wow. going to show Sound of Freedom at the convention center if you're going to that thing. Tim Ballard. Tim mm-hmm. Ballard, yes. So that's going to be at the convention center. Very cool. How about that? Wow, that's really good. Um, so actually, guys, this is depends on who you are, if this is really good or really bad. Uh-oh. But Costco. Yes. They put the star of death. On Bud Light. Have you heard about this? No. Yep. So, it's Costco, a bad side for them. Sure is. For I've, Costco or for Bud Light? For Bud Light. So, here's the thing Costco, I, I didn't know about this. I don't really go to Costco a lot. I don't have a membership. I've only been there a few times. But they have this thing called this, what shoppers refer to as the Star of Death. And what that means is they put an asterisk on a price tag. So, something that says, you know, $15 for this uh, pile of wood. Or something. They would put an asterisk on that price tag, which means which means it tells the uh, uh, you know resuppliers, the stockers in the store that once this item sells out, we're not going to restock it. Wow! So people have noticed, and they start to take pictures of it when all their Bud Light cases that they're selling. The price tag has the star of death. The asterisk is on their Bud wow. Light price tag at multiple Costco's in multiple states. Really? They're not yep. going to restock. It's probably because it's been a, sitting there. That's the thing. It's not a political statement. Obviously, no. Costco's not going to get involved in politics or societal no, issues. No, it's but it's money. It's a business money. decision. If the yeah. thing isn't selling, they can't keep ordering it. 
How about that? Wow. This is the most amazing. Costco. I hate I hate the word boycott because I don't think that's what it is. This is the most amazing pushback from a consumer end I've ever seen. People yes. don't be, people really have a lot of doubt that their their voices are being heard, but they know their dollars are being felt. Right. right. And in this case, it's proof again. I think it's to the point now where it's been so long, some people might even think, like, I forgot why we're not buying Bud Light anymore, but they just know they're not. <laughs> I just know not to do it. Yeah. They just know. It's well, like almost ingrained now. I'm not going to get that. When you walk down the store shelf and you see, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, Stella left or a little bit of Coors left, and then you see this big, huge tower of Bud Light sitting there. It's everywhere. I'm telling yeah. you, we went by it. You weren't here yesterday. I went by a truck the other day, usually, and it I swear it used to say Bud Light, and they made it Budweiser. <laughs> Cover it up with sheets. Rebranding. I'm telling you, you know what? You know when you really lost it, but it becomes a, a, a phrase. You know how an unintended suicide became an Epstein? Right. I have heard for brands being Bud Lighted. Right, yeah. That's when you know you've really lost. And you're in big trouble. Costco's not going to sell Bud Light anymore. <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. I don't know if it's going to be forever, but... Well, that's what they're saying. On a better, are we getting more stories? Yeah, huh? yeah. We're running really late. On a better note, and I'll make this short. You guys should be celebrating. I'll go celebrate. It's National Macaroni and Cheese Day. Hmm. Ooh. Do you guys eat macaroni and I, cheese? When was the last time you had mac and cheese? It's been a while. I usually eat the kids' leftovers. See? <laughs> Do you get a load of this? Do you know that Kraft? I never knew this. There are fifty varieties of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Fifty different 50? ones. I think I've only seen one. But Kraft sells a million boxes Wait, how a can you day. Var- how can you vary it up? I don't know. You I got don't shells ask me. And you got noodles. What? Well, maybe they put different noodles in it. So they got tricolored noodles. I have no idea. Maybe they're, this- they're different shapes. I don't know. We, I know we get like the spirals. Yeah. Like we get the spiral mac and cheese. I know there's regular mac and cheese. There's different shapes, you know, like unicorns or, you know, maybe Mario Brothers characters or something. I don't, know. I don't know. It's like the it's like white the chicken cheddar? nuggets, you know. I yes. had to go buy the dinosaur ones for Nora, and they were five bucks more. It's all the same I was like, paste. It's a dinosaur. It just matters what what stamp they put on <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know? like, come on. But anyway, go enjoy some mac and cheese or lobster mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh, and it's breaded. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the next uh, chapter in the Disney versus DeSantis fight, or. DeSantis versus Disney, if you want to put it that way, because an Orange County circuit judge is going to rule on that request by Disney to toss the lawsuit filed by the revamped special district. This is apparently a big one, though. This is determine where it goes in the future. It should be interesting, because if DeSantis wins, that's all you're going to hear on the campaign trail. Right. Uh, right. Like, oh, I beat, I beat, what does he call it? The kingdom? Yeah. He'll, he'll use his line. That new sheriff's in town. Yeah. I got to tell and you. The mouse kingdom has fallen. I might be in the minority with this, but I hope Disney wins. I, I hate that he, not that I agree with what Disney does when it comes to forced wokeness and things like that, but I, I hate that he's had this fight. It's it's bad for the state. So that's just my opinion. No, I think well, right. I think you're right. I think public you know? perception is it's bad. You know yeah. why is he picking on Disney? It's bad because everyone consumer. looks at Disney as princesses and Mickey and Minnie Mouse. It's, it's, yeah, and it's, it's bad for the consumer. For people like myself who who like to take their kids to Disney, everything becomes more expensive because you do something like this. CNBC did an interview with Iger yesterday. He talked about all kinds of stuff, including DeSantis. And Iger Uh-oh. is quoted as saying he's denying the company is sexualizing children or seeing a drop in theme park attendance on both of them. He says both of those claims are preposterous. Uh-huh. And by saying that, that's a direct shot at DeSantis. Yeah. Wow. Well, hope he's ready for that fight. Yeah. So, well, actually, guys, speaking of woke, that's a good segue. This isn't really like a big story, but I just found it uh, almost like a uh, anecdote that I found pretty intriguing. Uh, Brian Cox, not the former linebacker, but the, <laughs> the guy from Succession? Yes. The dad? That's right, the actor. The evil father? Who's nominated for an Emmy, by the way. 
Um, if they ever happen. He came, yeah, that's true. He came out against woke culture. Did you see what, what he said? I, no. He's, he's, he's very anti-woke. He is. I, I didn't know this. He says the whole woke culture is truly awful and the shaming culture. And it turns out that it's usually a bunch of millennials. That's what he said. Well, is, wow. is anything he said wrong? Not really. I mean, wow. yes. <laughs> It's kind of dead on with, with with most of it. I know, you know, Gen Z also does some of the woke stuff, but there's also a lot of pushback from Gen Z. It's actually, you know what, it's every generation. It's always been there. It's just like amplified now on social media. Yeah. It's always been there. That's I mean, right. going back to like the 50s, but it's true. it was just kind of covered up then. But yeah, I found that interesting. You know, you see, there's been different names in Hollywood who, who have come out against this stuff. And he's a pretty big name. Because so. they're affected by it. Yeah. And now he's successful, so he doesn't care. He's an interesting guy, too, because, you know, the succession show, I guess there's a lot of method actors. Which means you're in your character 24-7. They asked right. him about that once, and he goes, that's just stupid. It means you can't act. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a mean guy. Well, he does make a very valid point. Right. That's If funny. you're acting, it's, you know. Everybody's got their own technique. Yep. That's yep. crazy. All right, we got, uh, we're trying to decipher what this thing that broke this morning about Biden forgiving $39 billion in student loans is all about, because everybody's reacting to that now. It's But it's crazy. Yeah. We'll talk about that. A lottery preview, too, and some entertainment stuff next. The South Little Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, you may not win Powerball. The odds are against you, let's face it, but maybe you'll, uh, you'll win the college admissions loans forgiveness thing, because this just popped up this morning. I, apparently, the White House is going to push it through anyway. Okay, I, I have read this on three different sources and still don't understand how they qualify the people who are getting their loans paid off. It's by design, by the way. I, I keep it it's, confusing. It's like, okay, who are you? And and it's $39 billion, far less than what the Supreme Court ruled against two weeks ago. And a six to three decision, by the way, was a big decision. So they're giving out $39 billion of loans paid off for a more than 800,000 people. CNBC broke the story like an hour ago and now everybody has it and you've even got like constitutional experts scratching their heads going how i i, I don't understand it is are they just I'm... gonna like put it into the universe and say they're doing it maybe they're saying they're doing it to make everybody happy and they don't really do it okay i saw something too and, and correct me if i'm wrong but i saw something too that the people who qualify are those who have already made payments over a 20 to 25 year period how long are college loans for i'm like i didn't, mine was like five years so I'm like, yeah. are these are these people that are perpetual students? So if you've already put in that much money, they're saying the banks or the loan, the the people that loaned you the money, whatever institution it was, isn't giving you enough credit for the amount of money that you've paid into. You've paid twice as much as they're saying, so therefore the rest of it's going to be knocked out. I don't know, but there's a reason why they dropped this on Friday. Because it just go by the wayside, just very quietly get it done. I just don't know how you how do you circumvent what's already been deemed to be illegal. I. I it's a great question. I'm sure there are many institutions that gave out these loans saying the same question. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're going to pay us off. Are you sure this is going to stick or we're going to have to get this money back from the right. the actual student right. again? It's, 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 it's befuddling is what it is. It just means you're going to be taxed, just probably in a different way. Hmm. <laughs> That's it. It's three steps down the road instead of right in your face. That's it. You know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> I was like, Wow. All right, but Powerball is up, of course. Maybe you got a better shot at getting that. Who knows? What are the odds? Do we know? Are no, they more than one in eight hundred and seventy-five million? Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, that's okay. You got to, as as you as I say, you got to, or as the Powerball or as the lottery says, you got to play to win. But Bill says, 
You can't what? What did you say? You can't lose if you don't play? What is it? Yeah, you figured it out. Why do I have to talk? (laughs) It only took me eight years to figure that line out. And then you got uh, Mega Millions, too, which is happening tonight. So the whole weekend is over, obviously over, well over a billion bucks for both of them. So if you are playing, good luck. See if somebody ends up winning it. It would be nice. This thing is suspected to make a ton of money. This is out already. This is the real height of the summer movie uh, box office season. Mission Impossible. I guess, I don't know how they can project this, but they're already banking on $250 million for a worldwide release. Wow, that's pretty good. They yeah. said it, it'll be Tom Cruise's best five-day opening on a Mission, Boss, Mission Impossible film. Top Gun made a lot more money. It did. Yeah, but I, I didn't realize this is only part one, and it's the seventh film. Have you seen any of these films? I've only seven. Seven, really? That's what it said. Are they including, like, the old, old ones? I, I have no idea, but they said this Mission Impossible is part one, Day, Dead Reckoning part one, so there's a part two coming. God knows when that's coming out, now that there's a strike, but that's besides the point. I didn't realize there were that many of them. I had no idea. I saw the very, good, though. I saw the first one, which was good, but I never went back to watch any of the others. There really aren't that, and everybody's seen it by now. I mean, they're advertising the tar out of this thing, but I've, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie commercial that stopped me in my tracks like that stunt where he takes the motorcycle over the mountain, which I, th- I think they're saying is the opening scene. I'm not sure. Wow. Every time that comes on, I watch it. and say, Because you know what gets me? I know he really did it. Yeah. He does all of his stunts. Right. The other one, he's, he's, he's in the train that goes off the cliff, and he's in weightlessness. So you know he went on the vomit comet how many times to film that. So like this guy does everything, but he's, I, it makes me respect him a whole bunch more. Because I've never been a huge Tom Cruise fan. I mean, I like his movies, but I don't like him personally. Mm. So that was like, well, you know what? That's pretty cool what he does. Got to give him credit. They snuck that one in under, or at least I should say before, the writers and actors strike. Because that's that's for real now. I I got a feeling it's going to last a long time. And what made it real, real, really real for me was when all the Oppenheimer staff cast got up and walked out of the premiere last night. See you later, bye. I mean, they had their red carpet (laughs) time, but then they left. Yeah, then left. See you later. Go go make picket signs. All right, we'll update you on that, too, and some other headlines. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFT. We're not going to take this anymore. You people are crazy. Thank you. Wow. Fred Drescher checking in. (laughs) Why in the world are we playing the nanny to start off the 9 o'clock hour? Because she's the president of uh, SAG. So she's she's in charge of rounding up the troops and having the actors join the writers in a strike. And uh, she's uh, she was all fired up in her speech. Oh, you're uh, not kidding. And but what she said, I mean, she made a lot of sense. Uh, it's so they're basically the actors are upset, like the writers, first and foremost, over what the streaming. I guess in in as far as the uh, the actors go, they get a percentage of what the streaming money brings in. Right. They want a bigger cut. But they're more upset about they want it to say an uh, artificial intelligence will not be replacing me in a movie. Or in a TV show, or in a sitcom, or whatever it is that they're going to be performing. I don't blame them for saying that, and I, and I kind of feel more for the writers on this, because they'll write something, now all of a sudden it winds up on four different platforms, they don't get any more money. Right. But as far as the AI stuff happens, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, but if if you agree, okay, so Fran Dresser, Dresser you come back and we, we reboot the nanny. Oh, God forbid. But we reboot <laughs> the nanny. The grand nanny. And, and you can't be there for half of the season. We're going to replace you with AI, yet you're going to get half the compensation. 
would they go for something like that is what I would ask the question. Listen, it doesn't sound like the uh, studios are going to back off. Usually Disney, like, leads the way in things like this. And he was talking about the actors' demands. It was this CNBC interview yesterday. There's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic. That is, quite frankly, very disruptive. Okay. Wow. So don't expect Disney to... uh, to cave anytime soon. Well, you know, I, I kind of lost respect, a lot of respect for Disney and the way they treated Johnny Depp. They they dropped him like a hot potato long yeah. before they knew what the result was of, from did. a trial. They did. You know what? And in Disney's eyes, you're guilty until proven innocent. And it, it really bothered me. And granted, it was Johnny Depp. He's a weirdo sometimes. We understand that. But just to turn your back on one of your biggest stars who made you probably some of the most money you've seen as far as f- films go like that, just that incensed me. Like, you know, I don't do that. So I can, I can, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of them. So, but look at what Disney's options are, whereas other studios don't have that option. They're pros at animation. So they yeah. can just get somebody else to come in and voice it. Yeah, it's not That's Matt Damon's call. voice or it's not, you know, Mel Gibson's voice no, or somebody famous. It's but some anonymous voice yeah. actor. Right. I got news for you. If you're a voice actor right now, I would be sending every yeah, right. every audio file I have to Disney. Be a scab. You cross the picket lines. Yeah, you know what? That's okay. They're paying me 50 grand a year to do that voice. I'll do it. I'll say this. And now that the actors have joined the writers, they're in solidarity. And you saw this on the, the premiere on the red carpet of the Oppenheimer uh, premiere in London last night. So you had <clears throat> um, Christopher Nolan announcing all the actors. And then they took off. Yeah. How you been? See you later. Sorry. We're going to go home and make picket signs. I didn't, did they say Robert Downey Jr. is in this movie, too? I don't know. The audio is a little rough, but this is what it sounded like. I have to acknowledge the work of our incredible cast, led by Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, what a cast. It really is. We have to acknowledge you sitting here earlier on the red carpet, unfortunately. They're off writing their signs to join the picket lines for what we believe to be an impending uh, SAG strike. They'll be going out along with one of my guilds, the Writers Guild, who've been on strike for a couple of months, fighting for fair pay for working actors. And then they left. See Goodbye. you later. Bye. Goodbye. Well, at least they got to see him, you know. They could have not shown up because part of the deal when they go on strike is they can't promote their films. And so you got Oppenheimer, you got Barbie, you got Ryan Gosling and, and uh, uh, boy, help me. <laughs> Margot Robbie. Thank you so very much. Like brain dead there for a second. Uh, they're not going to promote it. And I bet you they were booked at almost every single talk show in the world for this week. Oh, yeah. They're affected, too. Yeah. So they're not, that. they're not going to be promoting anything. Huh. So it should be interesting. So how do they get around it? Can they do? They can't do social media. So the studios are going to have to rely on what's already out there. They it may did, be a long haul. I don't know. It was interesting. They dropped a new, I think it was an Oppenheimer trailer yesterday. I was like, okay, that's how they're getting away with it. They're probably just revamping the trailers and releasing it that way so they at least get some promotion. Disney, speaking of them, also made a uh, an announcement yesterday. They're going to cut way back. This is this. is A lot came out of this Bob Iger thing. He was talking about streaming, the actors, he was talking about Florida and DeSantis, and then he was talking about Disney+. Plus. I guess they, they think they went way too much on the Star Wars stuff and the Marvel stuff. So really? they're probably going to back down off that a little bit. Wow. That's their whole platform, though. I know. I know you it think is. about it, it's like, holy cow, that's everything. I mean, they got all the Star Wars movies there. They had all the, the oh, look at all the, the, the Obi-Wan thing, the Mandalorian, all those shows that came off of it. And they're going to back down on all that stuff now? That yeah. didn't make enough money for him? Is I that know. what he's saying? That's what they're saying. Holy cow. 
They don't know. It's pretty wild, if you ask me. Uh, we got a little bit of a, I don't want to cut a, well, I guess it is breaking news, well, but uh, they, they busted up a serial killer ring or just that one suspect on Long Island. This has been gone, this has been unsolved for like 10 years. And it was it was right along a beach in Long Island where they had they had lost somebody had reported a 24 year old girl missing. They were all women of the evening and they didn't find her, but they found her body. And then uh, next day they found another body. And it was all within maybe a five mile range along this beach in Long Island. It's called Gilgo Beach. And it was 10 years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, it's been going on a long time. Yeah, and they just arrested a suspect. They're not saying who it is, but they say they got the guy, and that he's going to appear in court later today, and that's when you'll find out who it is. <laughs> Holy cow. They, but they're not identifying. Well, they're not even saying if it's a guy. I'm assuming it's a man. I think this one from that Gilgo Beach was one of the last remaining cold case, serial case cases out there. It could be. I mean, it was 2010 when all this stuff happened. Yeah, remember. You know, and there were a lot of women, 11 sets of human remains. So uh, why the guy stopped is going to be interesting to see if he was in prison or he was arrested or he moved. It's usually the only reason they stop is something interrupts their pattern. Right. So uh, it makes you wonder what made this guy stop in 2011 after 11 murders. You just stop. I get a feeling he got arrested for something else and that's what happened. And maybe that's how they caught him. Oh, the true crime folks are going to be all oh, over no, this, this one. Oh, that's going to be a biggie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll find out later today when the guy makes his appearance in court. That's, that's I always, good, though. I always wonder, you know, you watch that. It, it, Jeffrey Dahmer, it was during an era when people didn't, you know, cops didn't listen to half of the stuff people said. And mm-hmm. it was uh, horrific. But this is like modern day. I don't know how a modern day serial killer gets away with it. They think, Diener, it was funny because you went to Austin and they think they got one in Austin, but they're not talking about it. And they refuse to say that all men were killed. I think that I think they were all picked up in gay bars and they don't want to put that stigma on it. They're all being found in this lake in be. Austin. It could be. And, and the cops in Austin refuse to say that they're related. Okay. They're all guys, young guys in bars, picked up by somebody taken somewhere, murdered, and then dumped in the same lake, but they're not related? Really? Aren't you kind of surprised that people are even serial killers anymore? I know. We were joking. Which goes back to it, though, Dina, that people want to be caught. Yeah, no, it's it's it's. But I was thinking that too while we were yeah. there. I'm like, man, you know, you hear about uh, serial killers in movies or right. TV shows, and it's like. We were talking to our Uber driver about it. I'm like, there's an actual serial killer in Austin, Texas? Like, it's just... It's weird. You don't really think about it anymore. No. But yeah, they were dumping the bodies. It's called Lady Bird Lake. And everyone told us, like, if you're going to go canoeing, don't go to Lady Bird Lake. Like, oh. (laughs) Well, that'll deter you. You might hit a body. But it was all out-of-town guys, like, in their 30s with dark hair. So, of course, a group of friends just joked Ah. around with me. They're like... You're in your 30s. You're oh. out of town. You have dark hair. Good luck. Wow. Hey, later. Look, here's a Groupon for a canoe trip. There you go. <laughs> wow. What are, the, what are the chances? Stop for a sandwich at the bar over here before you get in the canoe. One of the many things I had to uh, survive in Austin, yeah. Texas. Eventful trip. Yeah. But they, they, I'd be interested to hear this Long Island one, though. Yes. Yeah. I want to see. I always want to show them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they will. But it, it's, you know, I, I think what turned things around is it's. So many years had serial killers, and they didn't have DNA, and they didn't have the ability to connect police departments across state lines. But today, when you have all the DNA expertise in the world, and you have witnesses and cameras and, and video cameras everywhere, people with cell phones, I don't know how you get away with it today. I don't know. Uh, that would amaze me. But Maybe they don't want to forever. 
still convinced every serial killer wants to get caught. Look at BTK. He right. was writing letters to the press every exactly. day. What's the matter? You can't catch it's me? Like, what's wrong with you people? Yeah. It's like, okay. Huh. They, they think they're smarter than everybody. Yeah. But well, this guy, I got a feeling he went to prison for something else. Oh, and that that's could why be. he stopped. Right. He, he was in the system. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. How about that? Well, it's nice to know he's caught. All right. Uh, here's somebody that thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Our favorite pro golfer, Rory McIlroy. Oh. Did you see what he said yesterday? No, 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 no. Okay, that's a lot of no's. <laughs> got that. What's going on with this loan forgiveness thing that the Bidens are still pushing through? Have you under, Can you understand it? No, it's very confusing, and I think that's by design. I think. It's, it's, it's annoying is what it is, but if your loan's being given for, forgiven, you're probably doing, you know, jumping jacks right now. Maybe. I don't know. Didn't you say you have to be a poet? Isn't that in there? Well, I was like, yeah, it's like all people with like, uh, degrees that like not medical degrees or not engineers degrees, not engineers <laughs> it seem to be all the uh, all the associate degrees all right that and more and it's next the east south florida morning show keep it here text line that's always open always open for business is also the 850 mobile app on there you can find the morning show blog on there all the other content you can listen live the podcast all that stuff i know that diener's been working on the blog it's the first thing you put on there no, I can never remember. I, I don't. I isn't it amazing? We'll talk about it all morning, and then we don't remember what it is. That's how it goes. Actually, it was. Um, well, the first thing we had was Fran Drescher. Oh, go of off! Yeah, we had to put her on there. Are you people crazy? Oh yeah, she was feeling it yesterday. Just stop for a second and, and don't picture Fran, Fran Drescher. Just think of this as your neighbor. We're not going to take this anymore. You people are crazy. Tell me that doesn't sound like an irate neighbor in a oh, condo complex. It does, yeah. It just complained to oh, the HOA. Jeez. Yeah. And you know what? Speaking of <laughs> irate neighbors and crazy people, I bet you I know what the other one is. Yes, the, you do. The crazy cat guy. Yes, oh, yeah. Best. I love that story. You're a cat pervert. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Out of context, God. that sounds weird, but this, is, this guy is nuts. He accuses his neighbor, and I found out it's San Diego because it's very, very tight, like, like little bungalows, which are probably like still four million bucks, but still. Very tight-knit little community, zero lot line. This one guy, and I think he's got, he's got his girlfriend in the background with him, That this other neighbor's cat keeps coming over there. They're not feeding it. They're not, it, it prefers to live over there. It just goes over. And now I can understand why when you hear the crazy cat neighbor. Oh, my God. The guy's nuts. He accuses them of harboring their cat. And he says, my, I'm, no, my gate's open. What do you want from me? He says, I'm not feeding. And he goes, if you go over there, the cat's name is Mercury. He goes, if you go over there and you say, shoo, 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 Mercury, he'll leave. Yeah. What does the guy say in return? The guy goes, it doesn't understand English. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak cat. So it winds up with being the crazy cat guy, calling him the other guy a cat pervert. It's crazy. It's a beaut. <laughs> wow. That's all on the blog on there. Uh, programming notes, some inside baseball. I know you guys were talking about this yesterday. This actually, this is our last 9 o'clock hour for the show, because what we're doing is we're going to wrap it up at 9 a.m. and condense it and make it a more awesome 6 to 9 show. Right. Because I complained about working too many hours. We for <laughs> five years. Yeah, well, you were the one who negotiated the contract. That was my biggest mistake. Uh, but then you get uh, Brian Kilmeade, all of him. And then Joyce, I guess the other big news was Joyce is going back to her 3 o'clock hours, so 3 to 4. Yeah. Was, she, was she on a 3 at some point? Yeah, For, yeah forever. Before, bef- oh, wow. Yeah, before, before. Oh. Well, so we're shuffling been... the deck. Yes, so, we are. Making it better, bigger, but, better. But it's all good, though. It's all good stuff. So. We'll, we'll be much more efficient in, it, in, the, in the three hour Why show. Why are you guys yeah, putting so. these promises out there? <laughs> well, they're more like hopes. 
It's going to be better. <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> because the other way, when you don't put it that way, the, the narrative is, cut your hour, huh? Yeah, exactly. No, yesterday we were, we, uh, I took the sole blame for it. There's no doubt about it. I, no. I, I, think I, I, have been, I have been asking for this for five years. So that's all. It's a good change. It's a good thing. So, so uh, Kilmeade's still right after us, uh, kicking off the 9 o'clock hour, which I hope he doesn't screw up because it's a quarter of our ratings. But that's neither here no, nor there. No, <laughs> Yeah. So we'll roll the dice and see how this all goes. Do you think we Kilmeade... be back to 10 o'clock in the next month? Yeah, one right. never knows. That could happen. <laughs> do you think Kilmeade well is going to do Friday football picks no. in the 9 o'clock hour? No, he is not. But we're going to do it at 6 a.m. In the, in the fall. I was going to say, Jen, I told Jen yesterday she is not getting away with this. We are still going to do Friday football picks. No, of wait. course we are. Yes. I can't wait. And of course I'm we are. kick Good. both of your butts. We may oh. just take one of the hours. We'll have a two-hour show before it's all long. That's right. And, and it's what we're pushing for. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> What's the better? <laughs> so that's all that stuff. The whole uh, station lineup. We're just uh, we're making things better starting on uh, Monday, and all the details on wild. that are online too. It's going to be wild getting you know used to it. Really? I'm yeah, it'll be real tough. <laughs> See you, everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Got that extra hour. Okay, to start spend. the weekend early. Goodbye. <laughs> See you well, later. I'm bye. used to it already. <laughs> Can we start right now? See you later. Bye. No. Yeah. I, I tried to start it yesterday with you gone, but that didn't work. So I was like, okay, never mind. I'll, we'll, we'll stay for one more day. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, let's give a round of applause to this guy for still giving us grist for the mill, something to talk about in the world of golf. Because let's face it, golf is extremely boring sometimes, unless you get some Cinderella story or something cool or the live golf thing happening. Well, sawed-off little leprechaun. Oh, jeez. I know who you're talking about. (laughs) Rory McIlroy. And I know he's got a lot of fans. I just like to make fun of him because he's controversial. He says, did you catch this? He wouldn't play for the live golf if it was the last place on earth. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so what's he going to do when they do a tournament that's live I, and they're invited? So he's not going to show up as a PGA player? I don't know. He's doubling down on this. I don't know. Well, good. It Take was... your little leprechaun money and go back home. <laughs> Thursday afternoon, he said that after the first round of the Scottish Open, he was asked about him and Tiger Woods being named as possible team owners of the Saudi-backed golf organization. He said, if live golf was the last place on earth, I would retire. Be careful what you say there, Mr. McElroy. <laughs> Might be the last place. Wow, he is just such a cantankerous little leprechaun. Why? Why is he so? Why is he so much like that? I don't he's know. He's not that great. I mean, he's good. I understand that, but you know, he's no Jack Nicholas. He's no, no Artie Palmer. Shut up. I, I get that he's sticking to his guns and he has his reasons. I get that. Here's what I didn't like and why I turned against him. He convinced a lot of not well-known PGA golfers to to turn down the money, right, and don't ever go to live. And they figured, all right, Rory's saying it. We better listen to him. You know how much money those lesser-known golfers lost when because PGA then. wound up merging with Live anyway, and he cost them money. Right. It, it's interesting. I always wanted. To, I always wanted somebody to ask Tiger Woods why he didn't take the offer. Is it because he knew he wasn't going to be playing that much golf anymore? Yeah, or it would he's, be. You know, that would have been high risk, low reward because it would come with the controversy because it's Saudi backed and right. Really, what, if, it, what would he have gotten out of it? And, and I don't know. And what does he need? Yeah. You know, he's got everything else going on for him right now. So and he's trying to get his life back together, his body back together. Wow. Hmm. Intra- I, but not, another reason for me not to like, I didn't know he said that. That really bothers me. It's like, shut up. <laughs> you know, so what happens when there's tournaments where they're now they're together? So he's playing for live. 
I mean, are they going to, you know, because I I love the way the Senate committees are are listening to, we want to know how this buyout's going to take place and how this merger's going to be, and we need to know. I'm like, oh, Oh, shut up. That's the best that they're talking about this on Capitol Hill. No, we don't have any other problems. Why don't you find the cocaine culprit from the White House first? (laughs) Why don't you do that? Why don't you stop giving away money to people? Uh, or or you just, you know, oh, we're going to pay you millions of dollars because of. That's incredible. Or let's give another $100 million right. to Ukraine. Yeah, you know what? Worry about other stuff. But no, you're concerned about the live L- <laughs> PGA Tour. And, and you know why? Because you play golf on weekends? I, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, why would they even bother taking I, that up? I don't know. Stay out of With it. With all the issues that are happening right now. I, I think they're trying to say that it wasn't legal. So what happens when they merge? What's Rory McIlroy going to do? He's playing for yeah. whatever it's going to be called. Yeah, you are. Live, live PGA Golf, whatever it's called. That's a great point, Jen. He actually is playing for Live. Yeah. So what's what's the difference? I, I, that's what I don't Maybe he'll retire before then. I don't know. He'll go back to his, his hometown. Go back to his little hut in a tree. <laughs> I always, ever like since you hobbit. call him that, all I, that's all I ever think about. He lives in a roundhouse like a <laughs> hobbit. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Rory, Rory Baggins. All right. <laughs> Bilbo's long lost cousin. One more rapid fire for the week is coming up next. We'll uh, let you know what's going on in the world and more. Keep it here, the South Florida Morning Show next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's almost the weekend, so you're going to see some people. You might want to know some stuff before you. You know, kind of like associate with them. You can win some. You win some bar bets. You can talk about stuff. Yeah, it works out well. Bring like up the that. small talk. So, yeah. what do you got, Jen? Well, we're not going to talk about they can't identify the cocaine carrier to the White House. We're not going to tell you yeah, about the can't. payoff. But the biggest news right now, breaking across the globe, isn't the payoffs for college. It's they caught this Gilgo Beach serial killer. Mm-hmm. This is. It's like every every time you turn around, there's something else going on about it. Time ago, wasn't it? Ten years ago. Wow. It's going on along. 2010 and 2011. Mm-hmm. New York authorities, they found 11 sets of human remains strewn along a Long Island Beach Highway, the Gilgo Beach Highway. And they never found out who killed them until today. They made the announcement probably about an hour or so ago. They have a suspect in custody. Uh, That person's going to be arraigned and shows up in court later today. They have not identified who the suspect is, but they keep on showing the cops walking in. Of course, they look like they're getting ready to go into surgery, walking in and out of this house. So it's obvious that they got DNA evidence. I I don't know what it was that they got that they caught him with. But you got to remember, this guy stopped killing in 2011. So where's he been since then? Yeah, right. Did he get arrested for something else and he was incarcerated and Must just have got been, released? Right? Yeah, I yeah. like your theory on that. Yeah. And, and maybe he was out trying to kill somebody again and that's how they caught him? I, I don't know. We will find out more, I'm sure, by the end of the day. And they're going to make a big deal of this because it's a big win. Yeah, and, you, know, and, right. and you brought up a really valid point. There's not many common day, modern day serial killers because yeah. of all the technology no. we have now. No, the one, the only one after this that might be left is the one in uh, in Austin, Austin that yeah. almost got Diener. That's right, <laughs> Lady Bird Lake. We almost lost him. Not good in a canoe. <laughs> I, I know, <laughs> scary. Jeez, it was rough. Well, we didn't see this coming. We thought this was put to bed, right? Even though they did kind of hint that they were still going to work on it, but very sneakily, about two hours ago. The Biden administration announced they're forgiving, ready, $39 billion in student debt for over 800,000 borrowers. Okay, great. This came from the uh, Secretary of Education making Mm -hmm. the announcement, CNBC had the story, and then everybody jumped all over it. There's a lot of legal experts scratching their heads saying, how is this even constitutional? 
I think the only thing that makes me feel a little bit better about this, because you can remember the Supreme Court, that decision was for like $439 billion. Yeah. This was what, how many, what did you say, 39? 39 bill. And it's 804,000 people, but it's only for people who have already paid into the system for at least 20 years. So I think what they're, in my pea brain, this is how I deciphered it. It, they figure that the institutions that you borrowed the money for or that gave you the money charged you so much in interest and penalties that if they hadn't done that by now, you would have paid off the loan. And I think that's their logic behind it. But where they're getting the money from, I don't know. Us, we're still being taxed. It's, just, it's four steps down the road, but we're still paying for this. Yeah, eventually it's going to happen. So this is the part I didn't, I didn't know, and this is what they just added to it with the story. The education department says it'll... Begin notifying eligible borrowers in the coming days. Okay. You, you got to wait by the phone, waiting for that text or email. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, you may not much. win Powerball, but you're going to win your uh, student loan deal. Yeah. Wow, that would be nice. That's the. I wish I had a student loan. And that's the bad part because, like you said, you know, we ended up getting stuck with the bill. But at the same time, I, I like that they were trying to do something about these high interest payments that people cannot pay off. But you don't. Just, you know, foot the bill to everybody else. You do some type of legislation to make <laughs> right. all this crazy interest that they charge people illegal. It's it's a scam. Well, True. it's a scam, but you also signed up for the scam. Yeah, and, and you and, knew and it, what it was. The, all the things that, you know, the money and the interest racked up over 20 years because you didn't pay it with your basket weaving degree yeah. or whatever it was. Oh, my God. No one, listen, I have a liberal arts degree. I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They stamped on my <laughs> diploma at USF. You'll never get a job. Thanks for the check. <laughs> I, I get it, but still, you got to pay off your loans. Yeah, it's it's up to it's up to the borrower, not us. I think I'll call Visa today and say, you know, that balance I have with you, I'm, I'm just not going to pay it anymore. Yeah, I, that'd be nice. I, and I, it's I, unfair that because I didn't pay it for five years, I have a lot of interest right now. Yeah, I am sorry. You know, yeah. okay, that would be good. Mm. Well, I want to uh, throw the story out to you guys because I'm curious what your read is on this. There's been a lot of talk in Congress and the Senate when it comes to aliens. Lady, yes. UFOs and such. So you got Representative Tim Burchett in Tennessee. Right. You got Gillibrand, you got Marco Rubio. And now uh, Schumer, of all people, Chucky. Chucky, I think he's an alien. He might be. Chucky he's a Schumer. lizard person. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. He's, from, he's from Middle Earth. As yes. a, is there a lizard planet? Yeah, he'd come from there. That's where he's from. But So basically, long story short, they're trying to uh, have like this open hearing by the end of the month with uh, whistleblowers and things like that. And Chuck Schumer came out yesterday and said he wants all these UFO files, so to speak, to be declassified and brought it to the public. And it's just you haven't seen language like this before. And I'm wondering why now with some of these people. Because they have an administration that is completely and totally corrupt and they need the biggest distraction story of all time, which is aliens. This is what they're doing. So they just feed it's into exactly it? exactly what it is. And they will never, and they all, notice that mm. they've talked about it before, they walk it up to the point where they say that they're going to declassify things yeah, right. and then do they nothing. don't do it. So right. that they can come back again and when they need a big distraction story, come back and do the same thing. Oh, are you kidding me? The Biden administration thrilled they found a serial killer this morning. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And he also, it was interesting how he threw the JFK files into this, though. Right. Is this, so basically this is them just dangling a carrot. I think it is. Look I at mean, the shiny re- object over here. Do you really expect that they will release any no. information Gosh, no. out of this? No. No. I, I mean, I don't think so. Why would they? I, I don't think they will. That's why. I just, I have a hard time trusting these politicians when it comes to any oh. type of, uh, what seems like some type of noble purpose. I, it's tough for me to trust them with anything. No. Any won't. politician. They won't. Uh, Let's not forget, and this was completely buried except for uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. saying this. They re, not D, but reclassified 
the Kennedy assassination right. files. Why? Exactly why. Why? That's the question that the if we had a real media, they should be asking. Man. What are you hiding? Is yeah. it because it implicates the CIA? Uh-huh. You I can't tell me that some guy that's never shot a rifle before sat 500 yards away from the yeah. president of the United States and hit him in the head on a moving target. <laughs> right, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, uh, if you don't think it was a hit, then yeah. you're crazy, too. Anyway, this was a hit, and I think maybe Jeff Bezos is ordering a new yacht as we speak. Amazon Prime, two days, was a huge success. The first day of Amazon Prime, which was Tuesday, the largest sales day in history, <laughs> in the history of the company. Wow. Two and a half that? billion dollars was saved, according to them. Yeah. And 10 billion spent. And yeah. about a 80 billion spent. But uh, they said it was 375 million items were sold. And that's how much money was spent. So it was a, it was a good week for dear old Jeff Bezos. Boy, are you not so, kidding? Didn't he just buy another new yacht? Is that what you said? No, I think the one he's on with his girlfriend is oh, the okay. one that, that's the new one. Have you guys got the new boxes yet that have advertising on them? Uh, a couple of them I've seen it. Have you, have you gotten boxes I with guess, advertising? I guess I have. We get the bags a lot now. Yeah. It tells you, lighter than a box. Yeah, and it's got, you know, one little item in it. I, just, I know. I never quite understood that. You get this big box, it's all foam and stuff. Or I'll blow up stuff in one little thing in the middle. I'm yeah, like, exactly. what the hell? Kind of a waste. <laughs> it is. I don't know. All right, let's play Audio Clue. Okay. I think everybody should know this. What song is this? One of my favorite all-time bands. Well, the answer's in the chorus right there. <laughs> <laughs> now Alice Cooper, and maybe this is a trend that'll start for uh, the rest of the country, too, in all the states. Arizona drivers can now feature that rock legend on the back of their car. Wouldn't what? that be great? That's because this work? that's where that, <laughs> that's where Alice Cooper's from. That's where the band was formed. Was in is Arizona, and he's got a big foundation called Alice Cooper's Solid Rock Teen Centers, where it's kind of like uh, job opportunities, job skills, uh, oh, performing cool. arts stuff. So it technically is one of those five hundred one C three deals, you know, charitable deals. So okay. and and you know, if you buy that's the cool. license plate, it helps with that. So Arizona gets that. We get Billy Joel, <laughs> Rod Stewart. <laughs> It's the older cool. rockers. What are these That's decals? Okay. Is like an Alice Cooper decal? Gloria like Estefan. Yeah. Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> That's like the full license plate. It's like a full oh, That's pretty cool. novelty plate. We oh, have, you know, We'd have it, the Jimmy Buffett one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true, too. Forget about Jim. How could I forget about Jimmy Buffett? Yeah. You know, but I, I'm surprised we haven't done it yet here. We've done it for everything else. Yeah, Billy Joel would have to be like, you know, uh, New York. Yeah, it'd be yeah. kind of hard for him, yeah. even though he does live here now. Or Frank Sinatra. Can you buy Frank Sinatra license plate in New York? Because that would fit, too. No, I, th- I, see, I, think, I think of Sinatra, I think of Palm Springs. Oh, oh, that's true, too. Or yeah. Vegas, right? Yeah, one of those two. Huh. I don't think we could, I don't think we can move him. I don't know. It's He's a, being a whole Vulcan. Maybe, yeah. it's a, maybe it's a trend. Maybe we're going to have Rockstar. Boy, how mainstream is that, though? Yeah, you're you're no alternative rock artist when all of a sudden you're on a license plate from the DMV. <laughs> That's cool. I think it's great. So I don't think this woman's going to buy any of those license plate guys. Why uh, is she in prison? Is she yes. making them? She's in, Well, she might be making them, actually, <laughs> yes. It's, it, it's in China, though. The woman was by, uh, stopped by Chinese border crossing last month because they noticed... In their words, she had a weird body. <laughs> the shape of her body was kind of strange. Oh, God. Like, what was she we, hiding? We, you have a lot of lumpy things up in your chest area. Like, something's wrong Don't here. Don't tell me they're like snakes or something. Snakes. No. Snakes. Oh, God, no. Was oh she coming God. into China or leaving China? She was trying to cross the border, I guess. And with, with 
these snakes. I think she was leaving China. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was going to a city that links Hong Kong to China's mainland. Okay. But she's trying to smuggle five snakes in these like sacks. She put them in her bra, and they're all stuffed in there. And they're oh. looking at her like. There's something weird about the way you look, lady. <laughs> well, that could go horribly wrong. Yeah, it? really. Oh, God. What if I, I, I assume non-venomous? You would think so. They didn't uh, say why she was trying to smuggle the snakes. Or Probably the illegal in the other country she yeah. was going to. Probably. Had to be. Had to be like some sort of a Mongolian snake uh, what, business. What is it with snakes? Oh, you know what they were? doing is having snakes stories. They were uh, corn snakes, also called red rat snakes. They're native <laughs> to here, southeastern United I States. Say, I got those in my yard. I yeah, love my right. corn snakes. So she was trying to bring them over there, probably to sell them, you know, to make some money. And uh, they're like, what? This is strange. And yeah, she, she got caught. How weird is that? I mean, of all the things you can smuggle, you're going to put five snakes in your bra? Hey, what are they worth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't even smuggling. Maybe it was just dinner, okay? I guess Could so. Could have very well have been. <laughs> Could have been turtles, too. I know. You Who missed knows? the story yesterday with the guys catching that 19-foot python. Oh, that's right. New record in the Everglades. Oh, my God. No. And he brought it to the station. No, Probably. if they brought it. And I, it's slithering around right now. Can you imagine? Jen, look out. That It reminded me of that Harry Potter film when they... the the, the, the what thing was in the walls, oh, that yeah. big snake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it called? Nagini? Was that the one? No, and that was Nagini. Was oh, the big it? thing in the big, big thing. No, thing the in big the, creature. The, yeah, the, what was it called? It had a name. Yeah, I forget. I, I forget. Know. Anyway. Water snake. That he killed it with the tooth. Yes. yes. That came out of his mouth. That's right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you've seen it. The obelisk. What that was it called? I forget. Oh, anyway. More on the writer strike. How does it affect you? Well, it doesn't affect you, but it might affect your... Jen's right. This is going to lead to more animation, I think. That's what's happening. Oh, you're well, right, At least Bill. for Disney. Sorry. Uh, you're right. Uh, Nagini. Nagini? Yeah, yeah that was, right. uh, what's his name? Voldemort's snake, Oh, Voldemort's it? snake, yes. Wasn't the creature. The creature in the water. Basilisk. The basilisk. basilisk. That's what it is. I, I said knew we'd get it eventually. There it is. <laughs> I love the way we do our show prep on the air. <laughs> Stream of consciousness. That's right. Uh, some weekend entertainment stuff, too. And uh, see if we got more information on that serial killer that caught New York. I'm just fast. You know me. I love this stuff. I know. I'm fascinated. Well, we like it when they catch him. That and more. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. And thank you so much for being here. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Dean. I'm Bill. Don't forget, Monday we go 6 to 9. A new and improved, freshly unwrapped, condensed, and better South Florida Morning Show. It's going to be great. Followed by uh, Brian Kilme. And then uh, the other big news, I guess, is Joyce yep. is going back to her original hour at uh, 3 o'clock. So she jumps. She gets to sleep in a little bit longer. All the same, but better. That's all. Hey, uh, we got some information now while we were playing some commercials there about the Long Island uh, serial killer, allegedly, that they have arrested. Wow. I didn't expect this. His name is Rex Hurman. Yeah, it's the best you can get, yeah. A 59-year-old architect. From Long Island. Oh. And they and they said they caught him. They've been watching him for a year, and they caught him because he was sending sex messages, of course, to these women of the night and oh, calling them. boy. Wow. Uh, 13 years after the first body was found. This was one of the few remaining... Thankfully, serial cold case killer things that were out there. Okay, now here's always the gutcha. It was like the BTK killer. You know, he had two daughters. He was a church guy. This kind of this guy's married, a daughter and a stepson. Oh wow! How do you how do you tell your friends? I've been living with the serial killer for all these years and had no idea. Cops traced the burner phone, like you said, Jen. Calls to sex workers and watched him for months. Wow! Before they swooped in and they grabbed him outside his Manhattan office. 
so here's the thing. The last kill, as far as we knew, took place in 2011. Has he still been killing and they just haven't found the body? See, that's what I'm wondering. When was the last? Well, we'll find out. You know, traditionally, in, in many of those cases, when you talk about serial killers, they'll, they'll kill for an extended period of time. Either they're caught or all of a sudden they just stop. And they always wonder what, what made him stop. And in most cases, it's because they've been arrested on another charge. And, or they move states. And the next thing you know, you know, they're doing the same thing in another state. What stopped this guy from killing? Or did he not? And they just haven't found the other bodies yet. They don't usually stop, do they? No. Usually, they usually get more aggressive, if, if anything, and, and more brazen, trying to, like, provoke the cops, try to catch me. It's usually what they, because they got a nut, screw loose somewhere. So they're scooping out his house, which is very not impressive, but apparently got him at his Manhattan office. It's a big story. They're going to they're gonna be, cow. this press conference is going to be big because it's a win, you know? Yeah. And just think, you know, all those girls that were killed, their families finally get to see the creep that did it. I, I, you know what, if it were my kid, I don't care what, what kind of profession your daughter has or your son has. They're killed by a creep. I want to kill the creeper. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I always look at these people and say, I forgive them. I don't know how you do that. It's not in my DNA. Anyway, His I'm, house, where he had been living the whole time since then, I guess. It's just directly north of this Gilgo Beach area where it all happened. So it's right up the street. So yeah. he didn't go far. No. And it's amazing nobody saw him. Oh, well, the ones you'd least suspect, wow. right? Boy. It's mm. going to be interesting. Yep. Wow. That's going right. to be big. Anyway. All right. Let's start the weekend. Oh, we're done? We're done. Say goodbye, everybody. Don't forget, Monday morning uh, we start at 6 o'clock and we go till 9, our new hours. Have a great weekend. Good luck with all the lotteries. We'll see you on Monday.